Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No, man, we're having a big time. And then we got a guy coming on right now who, who doesn't want to talk soccer. He don't want to talk Super Bowl. <laughs> he don't want to talk about nothing. He don't want to talk about the clash out there at the Coliseum. He just wants to talk basketball. He just wants to talk about hoop and his, and his baby girl, whose name is? Breslin, of Breslin. course. Listen, you said punishment. You want punishment? Uh-oh. We're talking basketball. Wait, nobody's happier. Listen, Breslin is so excited. I told her we're less than 30 days from March Madness. <laughs> she didn't know what to do with it. She herself. spit up her milk. She's Long so- shore. <laughs> Long shore. I'm excited to talk basketball with you, Deshaun. This is Deshaun Tate joining Sam and Greg here with Jason Longshore Sports on the game, 92.9thegame.com. Jason is in here, and he has told me. Now, normally we just let you go, Deshaun, and you just bring us up on what we need to know. College, you usually start there, and we get to the pros. But since Jason's here, he wants to start with the pros, and he had some questions. Well, no, no, you did want to start over there in Athens. I I, I do want to start in Athens because, Deshaun, I'm I'm a Georgia guy, and it has been – impossible to get excited about Georgia basketball in the previous administration. But thankfully, that's over, and Mike White's in charge now. How do you rate his start in Athens? No, he's done a great job. Um, You know, I thought that when he was at Florida, he probably would have – probably was more – he was more along the lines of someone like a Georgia coach, if you were going from like a Georgia to somewhere else. But – um, because things didn't work out for him in Florida, the way that they didn't work out in Florida, the amount of time that he had to work it out in Florida, I, I wasn't sure that this was a good hire for them, being honest. But listen, it has worked out for them. Um, good, good for them because they need that in this town. And of course, I think we talked a little bit last week about how so many of the best players in the state and, and so forth end up going to other places within the region. Um, but Georgia's off to a good start, not just by Georgia standards, but they are just off to a good start in general. So, listen, I love what they have been able to do. They've got some, you know, still some tough games coming up. There's still quite a bit of a nice little season left. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I think that Georgia's doing themselves uh, a very good job. Just glad we have some excitement over there finally because the, the yeah, Tom Crean run got really bad there at the end. Ugly, yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. And and listen, you got to be able to cash in. After you go get Ant-Man and all that, you got to have something that comes back from that, mm-hmm. uh, that recruiting and everything else. And uh, I think that that was just, you know, one of the things, unfortunately, that didn't necessarily help this team. Um, but, you know, Georgia, Georgia's in decent shape. Got a big-time game on today on the road against a good Texas A&M team. There's some winnable – there's a lot of winnable games. For Georgia, sometimes you say, "Oh, Georgia got these guys." Oh, that's a loss. At this point, you really don't know, with the exception of maybe Alabama, who it is that Georgia can run up on and maybe get a win. More likely, as Stegman, 
but you never know. They can surprise you on the road from time to time, too. Hey, uh, Deshaun Tate joining Sam and Greg here with Jason Longshore this morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. You know what? I'm going to stick around here in the SEC. And as you said, it's Alabama and everybody else right now, but what, who else should we be looking at coming out of the SEC? Um, I would I would say, you know, Tennessee is obviously a, a good team. Rick Barnes is a great recruiter, a great uh, regular season coach, very questionable in my opinion, very untrustworthy in my opinion when it comes to postseason play. Um, Kentucky hasn't looked like the Kentucky that we typically have known them to look like with the exception of the last couple of years. But listen, Texas A&M is, is second in this thing. Florida starting to get it going. Arkansas, I thought, was going to be a much better team than what they've shown. Of course, they're without one of their, uh, you know, expected to be lottery picks as a freshman, Nick Smith Jr. Missouri can give you a run. Like, they have a lot of teams that can give you a run on any given night. Um, Whether they're great teams, probably not. But they can be pretty – they can be pretty darn good. You just – it's not the most consistent conference in the country. All right. Keep it local. Uh, big article in the AJC this week about Josh Passner. Are they going to be able to move on from him at the end of the season, or should they? You're talking Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I think that they I think that they should um, at least to try and see if you can get something else going. I mean, they got a really tough game on later on today at one o'clock against NC State on the road, who has found themselves in a similar position as Georgia Tech in the past and have found a way to come up out of that. Georgia Tech has a, uh, a conference tournament, you know, a championship under their belt. Um, but, you know, we haven't seen anything since then. We didn't see a whole lot before it. So right. uh, you got to be able to get some of these kids. Like how I think the biggest question we always have is, how are you not able to get 17, 18, and 19-year-olds to downtown Atlanta? Like, that just seems weird. And I know the academics and all that kind of stuff, you know, are very important over there at the engineering school and whatever, what have you. Uh, but they got to get some <laughs> things to change around fast. It starts today at 1 o'clock, and Josh Pastner better get on it. Or, unfortunately, I think that uh, he's going to be looking for some cardboard boxes. It's just the indignation that comes through when he's saying that about education. It's just like, y'all need a basketball team. Forget about providing all these people with brains. It just, it just came out of your voice. I love that. Deshaun joining uh, Sam and Jason, Sam Greg, uh, and Jason joining us here this morning. Uh, here's my last college basketball deal. This time of year, okay. when people, not like yourselves, but others, who are now, okay, Super Bowl's around the corner. Oh, look, we're right on the heels of March Madness. And they start focusing on the tournament and the teams that are at the top. And this is usually when, despite what they do in the tournament, we see Gonzaga at the top. I don't see Purdue anywhere near the top. And yet this year we've got this anomaly going on. And how do you explain both of them? you got number 12, Gonzaga, right now with an 18-4 record. And what has Purdue been drinking for them to be this powerhouse this year? Uh, they have – well, this is – I'm not going to say that because that will sound weird about what they've been drinking. But I'll tell you <laughs> what they do have. What they do have is a guy who's over seven feet, well over, not a stiff, by the way, not a guy who's nailed, you know, shoes is nailed to the floor, got gum on the bottom of him. Zach Eady is right now the uh, an unarguable, uh, you know, front runner to win player of the year. Uh, he's kind of, he's not as much, you know, he's not like a bowl, bowl seven foot. Like this guy has some girth to him. 
Um, and and uh, he's more along the lines of kind of like a Boban type of center, Boban Majanovic mm-hmm. uh, kind of guy. Um, but he's really hard to stop, and they've got some really good players uh, uh, like Caleb, you know, Foster or, or Lawyer, excuse me, and some other guys that play really good. That are really good pieces around him. Matt Painter's done a good job at putting guys around him uh, that are good batting uh, or good Robins to Batman. But I mean, listen, you got some of these other teams that are at the top. You're just not used to seeing at the top. You that just goes to show you don't have to wait until March to get the madness. I mean, Houston's going to be right there in the end, obviously. At least that's what I think. Final Four is in Houston, by the way. That could be played in their backyard. Alabama has been consistent all year long. Look like the best team in the country, not named Purdue. Arizona is going to be a tough out. We've seen so many good you know, teams from them over the years. And uh, I think this is finally the year that they at least get to the Final Four. And God forbid, if you want to fall asleep during a basketball game or you're like me and you just appreciate a good brand of basketball the way it was designed at first to be played on December 1st of 1891 by Dr. James Naismith. That's where you have Virginia. Virginia, who won the national championship a few years ago, still got the same point guard that started on that championship team in Kehi Clark. They're going to be a really tough out as well. All right, let's switch to the NBA right now. Hawks are out on the West Coast trip. They got taken two out of three so far. Your thoughts on this road trip and what's going to happen or what you'd like to see happen this second half? They've done what they're supposed to do these last few games. If you've been listening, shame on you if you haven't. But if you've been listening to the really awesome podcast, Nothing But Nest, like Bird's Nest, N-E-S-T, with me and Caleb Johnson, you would know that I said give me at least 500 going into their road, uh, four-game road stretch starting with Phoenix, which happened to be the best game that I've seen Atlanta play so far because they are so well-balanced. Just give me 500. Give me two games. They've already given us two between a win on the road at Phoenix and one on last night against Utah. Uh, And then at that point, you still had like eight games left on the schedule before the All-Star break. Just give me 500. Remember, this is a team that has had the highest expectations that we've seen in a very, very long time to the Atlanta Hawks, especially after acquiring a guy like, I call him Debo because he steals everything, DeJounte Murray. (laughs) You should be top four. You should be top four in the seating right now in the East. And they are probably somewhere around seventh or eighth, probably barely even that. So I think they're going to be better in the second half of uh, the season uh, after the All-Star break. And the big reason behind why is because Trey Young did not make the All-Star roster. That is going to be a huge push and huge piece for a guy who you don't want to count out of certain opportunities that he feels like he's deserving of. He remembers everything that everybody yep. says about him. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to finish up right here. I'm going to land right here. I'm going to land my plan right here. Okay. Feel free to tweet at me at takes take hoops. Tweet at, you know, uh, at, uh, at, uh, at brother Crenshaw. No, I was, I was going to get short. I was going to get that. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I know you were, and I'm already ahead of the game. Go Let me ahead. tell you. I'm going to tell you why. I want to know from the people. Okay. If you are in Trey Young's position where you miss and someone, God forbid, ends up with an injury or whatever the case may be, do you turn it down the opportunity to play in the All-Star game? Yep. I say that you do. Yeah. I say you turn that down. That's just a personal opinion of mine. Feel free to go ahead and chime in, guys. Uh, I, I just uh, I'm, I'm, I feel my own way. I get it. I, I, I see why he didn't make it. Some of the things, the op- optically, it just looks bad. But I think that was a huge mistake not to put them on there. Atlanta Hawks fans should not be disappointed. They should be 
uh, ecstatic about the fact of what you're going to see Trey Young bring to the floor because he did not make that roster. I agree with you, Deshaun. I'm jumping in, but no, you cannot turn it down. You got to play the PR game and say, <laughs> thank you, I'll show up. Because Why? if he turns it down, okay, this is going to this is going to this will lead to more snubs. Y'all ain't gonna get loud about it. I just want to wa- because it's gonna lead more snubs. Yeah, he's got snubbed this year. He's got snubbed. Yeah, he did. If he turns down the invitation to be a replacement, it will just lead to him saying, "Oh, he's a brat." So oh, what you guys are saying right now is that you don't think that he'll get voted in again. That's what you're saying. Well, the vote is. Well, I'm not saying that. Well, I'm part no, of it. If you if you all, think yeah. no, I'm just I, to his point. Go ahead, Deshaun. Well, I, I understand that, but what I am saying is, can you say any? Can it get any worse about Trey Young as to what people are already yeah. saying about yeah. him? That's where I'm at. You understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I hear you on what you're saying as far as like what it looks like optically and what it could look like for the future and whatever else. You let your game speak for yourself. There Trey you Young go. has not looked like the player that he needed to look like this year. Maybe to some people, in their opinion, or, or whatever, what have you, not living up to the expectation because with success. With being the guy that essentially led the league in assists and points on last year, being the guy that leads your team to the Eastern Conference Finals and all these other things, those come with expectations. And I'm not saying that he's lived up to some of those this year because he's definitely had more of a down year. Wait until after the All-Star break and see what Trey Young brings you. And all we're going to hear is coming. All we're going to hear is, how did they leave this guy off yeah. the all-star roster? Yeah. yeah, and I agree with him on that. Moreover, when you're not there, people talk about you more than if you were there. And if you perform to that, that statement will be heard if, and again, this is all on the Hawks, if they make a deep run in the playoffs. This is a team with no all-stars, you know, or whatever they will say. Or Trey Young didn't make the all-star team. So, uh, I listen, I'm, I understand what Eric is trying to say. I just think that... I'm not ready to wash my hands of the fact that he won't get voted in down the road. He will. Whether he gets, tri- you know, like to your point, whether he gets, you know, chosen to be one of the reserves, eh, I don't know that I agree with you on that by turning this one down, but I think he'll get voted in again. That's just me. But we all, like, let's just watch and see. Deshaun, man, kiss the baby for us and, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, thanks for coming on and joining us. Take take who. At Take Take Hoops for Basketball Lives, nothing but Nets podcast. That's yeah, where you find your favorite. I had to let him get in there because, Jason, this is usually when Sam goes, and he is social, but <laughs> he, didn't, he ain't here today. So. <laughs> All right, Deshaun, we'll be in touch with you, man. Thanks, Deshaun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 